What's going on, world? I'm your host, Jenny Chang, and you're diving into the Jenny Chang Experience, the show that seduces unapologetic perspectives, stories, and the magic energy to expand on your journey towards consciousness. What's up, world? It's Jenny Chang, your host, and I have my brother, my confidant. What's up, Tony Chang? What's up, world? Hey, man, people are really realizing you're my confidant. Well, who am I? That's who you are, man. You're my fucking, you're not my right hand. You're like my my other soul. Mm. You know, bro, I got to be honest with you, and I just want to say for the world that, um, man, the other day when we hung out, yeah. And I was driving home. Yeah. And I told mom, I was like, mom, I would die without my brother. Mm. And mom almost cried when I said that. I was like, I need him to, I need to die before him. Mm. <laughs> what do you feel about that, bro? Well, that's obvious. Why is that- the strongest? What the fuck? What does that mean? I deal with death a lot better than any of us. Well, that's interesting, bro. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, brother, like, I feel, I feel that you, like, if without you, bro, I may die, man. Mm. Fuck my husband. Shit. You're my brother. You're my blood, bro. Mm. Um, and you know, this whole attachment that I have, um, not going to lie, it's, it's quite healthy. I don't think that I know a lot of siblings that are as, you know, intuitively aligned and, and connected and, and just like, we, we both know how to like have the most fun in the 3d, right. But cross the bridge to the 5d and we just get it, you know, mm. and we kind of operate on different timelines that all find itself to like matching you know mm. you, you know we just both dominate different sectors of these different timelines that we find ourselves in and it's just so crazy because we always have something to resonate for each other with each other or for the world you know mm-hmm. and this i don't know this attachment kind of brings me to this like really interesting curiosity that i have right yeah which is about actually relationships. It's, you know, relationships, you can call it, you know, sibling relationship. You can call it love relationship. You can call it really whatever the fuck you want. Friendships, et cetera. Right. Mm. But I do have this curiosity around like this thing called monogamy. Mm. You know, I think that I specifically birthed this concept of wanting to talk about this with you because you know, you've been in such a long relationship with Cindy and every time I'm with you guys, I just find something new, you know, Mm. to learn from. Like the last time we were together, I noticed just the way that you guys both share the same disciplinary like etiquette, you know, Mm. how you are, how you operate as parents and how you guys see like, discipline the same way and maybe it didn't start the same but at least it's the same now right Mm. and now i'm like dude that's exactly the same fucking thing that i want in my new my love to come right yeah i don't want to settle for anything less like i remember me and my ex like we had completely different views on that you know Mm. and 
I realized in like in hindsight that if I were to pull the trigger and marry this man, it wouldn't have worked in the long run. It just wouldn't have worked, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, long story short, monogamy. Okay, so my curiosity to you, right? Or like, I guess just kind of talking about this whole, I want to revolve this episode around this, which is like, I don't entirely know what it feels like to be in a commitment for as long as you and Cindy have been, right? Yeah. In all honesty, my longest relationship was two and a half years Mm. at the most, right? Mm -hmm. And call it a red flag or not, but I just don't find myself in a position. I feel like after a year, I Mm. find myself in this position where I get kind of like, it becomes stagnant, right? Mm. And then I don't know what happens. It just kind of starts like, you know, going in and out or whatever, but it's not two and a half years straight. It's like two and a half years on and off with people. Mm. But you've been in this commitment with Cindy for how long now? Like in total. 2009. So 12 years. 12 fucking years, bro. Mm. Right. Yeah. Does it feel like you've been in a, re- in a relationship for that long? Like, or does it feel like, well, you know what I'm saying? What does that even feel like? It feels a hell of a lot better than the first freaking six years or whatever. Mm. It's like, I don't know. It just feels chill now. You know, it's like, I understand her. She understands me. I understand myself. And I think she understands herself more too. And I don't know. It just feels more chill. Like we're coasting now, you know, Mm, coasting. Okay. Not drifting, but like coasting together, you know, totally like, like, yeah, of course we're still happy with each other. And it's like, we know when things are off so we can like get back right away. You know, I love that. But my question to you is like, how do you guys evolve into another version of yourselves? Right. Mm. While still being together, like, okay. I'm going to be just, I'm going to say for the record, Cindy's not someone that transforms quite easily. She just doesn't do anything that allows herself to like self-improve, you know, mm. like maybe after you guys like go through, maybe go through a fight or something. And if you tell her something and she'll kind of learn from it, but she's not someone that's like, I'm going to be a different version of myself every three months, six months, you know, mm-hmm. she's pretty like consistent in who she is. Right. Yeah. Which brings me a lot of security in her because she knows who she is, you know, Hmm. and she owns that shit. But like you tend to transform quite a bit, Mm -hmm. but not half as much as I do. Hmm. I'm a serial transformer. Like I need to I need to be a different version of myself almost every quarter, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But you do tend to change. I want to say on average, like every eight months, you do go through either a new phase. You either go through a new belief. You either go through a new excitement, a new passion. You do tend to shift, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how does that operate internally for you and within this connection? I don't even know if you've ever thought about that, but if you could have a moment to think about it right now, what does that look like or feel like? I don't know. To be honest, I mean, I'm still so open, but at the same time, I know that I'm married, so there's always limits as mm. to how far I'm going to go into something. So it's like, I like to dabble, sure. I like to still be open to like different things, 
and try out different things. But at the same time, like at the end of the day, just know that, oh, okay, but I'm still married, you know? So like, mm. just kind of like do it within my limits, I would say. I see. Um, and of course, like, just make sure like I respect Cindy's like boundaries and like, you know, how she feels and thinks for the most part. Like, it's not like I'm perfect at it. Of course, there are still times when I'll still try to do things my way and then she'll get pissed. And then like, <laughs> and then I'll wake up and be like, oh, okay, fine. You know, I, right. I, I remember where I'm at. So it's like, yeah, it's always a, it's like a balance thing. It's like a, I don't know. How do you explain it? It's just, you just live it out, you know? Damn. But like, okay, so you said limits because you're married, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I hear is like being married allows you to create boundaries. Yeah. It allows you, I mean, you know, being married, you know, it's a partnership. So you're not just thinking for your own freedom, but you're thinking for like the longevity outcome of two people or three people now in your family. So it's like, in a way it kind of creates these boundaries that help you actually, you know, in some ways, you know, be free, but in other ways kind of stay controlled. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm married. Right. And, and that's the thing. It's like, but I feel like someone like you needs that, like you need someone to kind of help control certain aspects of your energy, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause like you've made some decisions in the past that were just like, ah, I'm going to do for me. You know what I mean? And like, I think it's very important that you find yourself in a commitment that kind of grounds that. Mm. Right. Yeah. So do you feel like that's kind of what's unfold or unpacked with you and Cindy? Like, is that, what do you think? Like, do you think that's kind of what it is? I think to be honest, at the end of it all, she accepts me for who I am and I accept her for who she is. And yeah, sure. She knows that I I can do that. Like have this moment of like, Ooh, shiny, you know? Right. But I think more importantly, I figure that out more too about myself. Yeah. And I realized, okay, if I do that, I do ask Cindy more for like permission out of respect, not because I feel like I'm being controlled, you know? Uh-huh. Hey, it's like for anyone out there who really wants to get married, just realize you're not, you're, you're, you're not by yourself anymore. Your decisions will affect someone else now. Who's right. Alive, who's very important in your life. And they see you as very important, you know? And for all the people that are dealing with someone that doesn't give you that kind of respect in being able to honor your values, your personal, you know, feelings and everything, then like, this is definitely, you know, then maybe you should be conscious that that may not be your right person. Right. Cause I think that's what it's supposed to be. Like the fact that you are always honoring Cindy's, you know, comfort and her feelings is like such an important value. It's such an important action to take as a, as a partner. Right. Mm. I don't know, man. Like for me, I just kind of feel a little bit like, I don't know. Cause I've never been in a position where I've made a commitment for that long with someone other than like friendships. Right. Mm. And that's just about the only hope that I have is, I know, my ability to commit to my friends for so long, only vow that I could commit to a romantic partner for that long, you know, mm. for eternity. Right. Yeah. God damn, man. I, I can't I can't wrap my head around that, though, because 
I know something about myself that may be the result in which that may not be the easiest commitment for not me, but for my future partner. Right. And that thing I realized about myself is I am a master transformer, you know, Mm. the death card in the tarot is my card, you know, Mm. that is me. And I don't mean death as in like, you know, I mean like death as in like, I need to, I, yeah, I'm constantly letting go of another version of me. Mm. So for example, like last week I got sick and I got this like food poisoning. Actually, after I came back from your house, bro, I threw up for three and a half, four hours straight. Okay. Dang. And it's because I ate like the cake and I think it was a combination of the cake and all the hot pot. I don't know, man. I just got fucked up. Like, yo, the universe really fucked me on this. Right. Mm. And I was throwing up for four hours straight. And I remember I was like literally like telling the universe, I'm so sorry. I will never. Yeah, I will never do this again. You know, because mm. I'm allergic to dairy and I knew that and I still ate the cake and blah, blah. so Long story short, I fucking sat there and I realized I was like, dude, what am I doing? Like, I'm only hurting me consciously, you know, through Mm -hmm. temptation. And I the next day I was like, all right, done. I already killed that version of myself over like out, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be very like self, you know, I'm going to control my, my food intake. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to only digest what my body needs. Uh, you know, and I just, I basically like, I tapped into this other version of myself and that the one that like threw up just a week ago is no longer here. She's mm-hmm. gone. I don't even know her anymore. You know, mm. The version of me that would wake up like a little bit later, kind of got lazy with my routine. She's gone. I don't even know her anymore. You know? Hmm. And so I'm, but see, the, the, the thing is though, I don't say this lightly. I'm not saying that I transform every like six months, bro. I'm talking, I'm quite addicted to changing every, on a monthly, on a monthly to at the most 60 to 90 day basis, you know? Hmm. That's a big challenge, not for me, but for someone that's going to sign up to love me for the rest of their fucking life. You know? Yeah, it is, bro. Can you imagine? Could you imagine being like, dude, I'm in love with this woman. I'm in love with this spirit. I'm in love with this soul. But like this person just keeps changing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this person keeps wanting something new, wanting to do something different, wanting to pivot, wanting, desiring change. It's not that I need to change. No one is putting a gun to my head being like, Jenny Chang, you need to redevelop yourself, right? Mm -hmm. This is my own personal addiction. I fucking, I obsess over the concept of letting another version of myself go. Mm. You know, yeah. and there is a core, which the core is me being me always like, you know, being authentically me. But that also means that, like, if I'm authentically having fun, like I did on TikTok for 2020, like that was all me. Right. Yeah. But then, boom, if I'm authentically, you know, being an entrepreneur and being the, wearing a very serious role, that's where I'm going to be 110 percent at, too. So it's like. I'm just, you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It comes in these waves so that there's almost never a coast with me. Mm. Does that make sense, bro? Yeah. And I don't think that I ever want that. You know? What? Coast? To coast. Okay. And here's the thing. I'm being honest with myself for the first time when it comes to relationships. And I, and I say this publicly because, you know, I, I built a huge reputation in the wedding industry as being someone that, you know, can manifest these like beautiful romantic experiences for people. I support couples that commit to each other, you know, mm. and I want that in the end of the day, I just don't know if that's even possible for me. Mm. I'm going to be honest, you know, I look at mom and dad. I'm like, I idolize their marriage, even if through the, the, the ins and outs, even through the challenges. I look at you and Cindy and I idolize like the success that you guys have built together and the, the commitment. Right. Mm-hmm. But I have to ask myself if it's even realistic for me to actually commit to just one person. Mm-hmm. And if I do, this person has to be someone that is essentially not even in the flow, man. He's just this person that I end up finding myself being with has to almost be like a master transformer himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about that concept, bro? Like, don't you see that as like a major challenge mm. in the world of relationships? I mean, it's like when even in school, right everyone is told to go through this one way of education, right? You have to take your SATs. Damn, the new generation don't even need to take SATs. Lucky motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. But anyways, it's like, for you, it's like, yeah, you didn't like school. You knew that about yourself. Like, you hated school, and you knew that this shit wasn't for you, you know? Right. And you didn't want to go into, like, some UC, like, mom and dad wanted you or, like, society wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. You figured yourself out and you kind of chose the right platform or system that fit yours, your way of doing life, right? Right. And you chose Fitum because it was for you. Like you made that, mm. you made that clear to yourself that it was for you, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I mean, yeah, it is a challenge if you look at it that way. However, in your relationship, at least you know, hell yeah, you like to change. You like to keep evolving and like do different things and that's spontaneous you know Mm -hmm. that's impulsive and i think it's like as long as you know that about yourself you don't have to fit like whatever cindy and i are creating or whatever mom and dad right like even mom and dad i don't even know how happy they truly are with each other Mm -hmm. you know but it's like for me hell yeah i'm happy with cindy and i'm truly happy and grateful to be in this marriage with her because god damn you know i don't want to be with someone I can't. I don't want to be right. with multiple people. And it's like, I already right. went through all that fucking heartache and shit. But I knew, I knew at a very young age that I wanted to marry and start a family. Though. I remember. I remember, man. Like, come on, dude. I saved my freaking virginity. Actually did it, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, whoa, you know? So it's like, even with my ex, when I tried to do it with her to save our relationship, it didn't even go up. Mm. Like, that's how subconsciously powerful this shit, like commitment that I made to myself was, you know? Right. But it's like, that was me though. So it's like for you, like 
of course there are guys out there who are master transformers. How can there not be? You think, yeah, true. Of, of course. course I think so. Hell yeah. Why the hell not? You know, but I think it's like more importantly, you have to know like yourself and you don't have to be yeah. guilty about like wanting to change, wanting to evolve. Dude, right. Double air signs, you know? Right. So it's like, of course, <laughs> oh, actually, wait, you're air fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of course you're going to get out there. You're going to go higher and higher and higher. Like a, you're going to go up to freaking outer space and shit, you know? But yeah. you got to be with someone that's not afraid to go there with you. Freaking like putting the fires, like, let's go higher. Woo. You know? Yeah. Dang, man. Like you really hit the spot when you said kind of like gave me a timeline of my upbringing. And you're right. Like when I look at the major decisions that I've made that ultimately paved my independence, Mm. right? Because a lot of people, like people always look at me right now and they're like, oh, how are you so like independent or confident and all this stuff? And I don't have an answer other than the fact that I literally created that aisle for myself Mm. through these decisions. Like, I decided at every like big milestone of my life, like to do it an opposite way of tradition mm-hmm. or not even tradition, but other people's expectation. Yeah. And you're right. Like I remember from every milestone of like my life, you know, everything mm. that mom and dad expected me to do, I did it completely differently. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's still in me to, consider like marriage and consider commitment in the same light, you know, like it's okay. If I come to my senses and allow myself to embrace the fact that like, Hey, if I find someone that can transform with me, Mm. then win, win, man. Right. But if I can't win, win. Yeah. You know, you don't need a guy. It's not even that I don't need a guy. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and flip my hair like Beyonce and shit. It's not, it's none of that fucking bullshit independent women shit. I don't care about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It's not that I don't need a man, but it is that if I don't find that in one man, I can find that in many men or Mm. in many different souls to love for the rest of my life. Mm. So it's win-win no matter what, you know, Mm. I'm like going down this portal right now because I find myself feeling more lonely than not Mm. when I realize in the field of love, I don't have what's traditional right now. Mm. Right. Yeah. But if I change my perspective and I start to see that I'm more successful for my term of life, you know, Mm. In the field of love, which is, yeah, I may not be with someone at this moment and I might not be in commitments, you know, longer than two and a half years, but I've fell in love with so many beautiful people throughout my life so far. Mm. And in the case that there is not just one person for me that can't just transform himself all the way through the rest of our lives together, then I'm still going to win because my perspective shift is that, or my paradigm shift more than anything is that I can still find series of people to love through the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I could transform into or out of, 
it's just one of those things where it's like, I want to accept that now. I want to accept the fact that like, I'm not, I haven't ever just stayed the same. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the times in my life that I did stay the same, it was when others had control over me, like parents, you know, Mm -hmm. there was a, a, a good amount of time in my life since I was born to maybe like, I don't know, 14 years old, 16 years old, where my parents just, there was so much control that I, you know, that other people had in me. That's why I wanted to grow up so fast. Mm-hmm. I wanted to grow up faster than most because I hated the reality that like I had to depend my life on two people mm-hmm. and when they were going to come home or if they were going to be able to give me money or, you know? Yeah. Or if they told me I could or couldn't go out, like I hated like someone managing me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these are the reasons why I wanted to grow up so quickly is because I I just wanted to be an adult so fast. I wanted to have control over my life so soon, you know, Mm -hmm. just the reason why I rebelled against every traditional expectation that people had in this world. Which that's one solid thing that I think the world can always, always lead on me for is when it comes to not conforming for just any fucking expectation of from the world, from traditions, from anyone's just basic ass beliefs. Mm. I think the world, I believe that the world can lean on me to real like to to know I won't conform for anyone or anything. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's I'll only conform for the best and highest version of me, not for anyone else, not for love, not for entertainment, not for business, not for money, not for social growth. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, and that's what's the core. That's one of the biggest cores that people will find within the authenticity of my spirit is that like, bitch, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, I don't care if you followed me since day one. If you start building an expectation out of me, I will never conform to who the fuck you think I was Mm. or you thought I was or what you thought I should be. You know, Mm. if I sign a big deal with a production company and, and, and blow up on Netflix, I will never conform to what reality they want to create for me. You know, it's never going to be that life. Like I'm always going to build the reality in which is mine is what I need to project. Cause that's me. Right. So that's what the world could trust me on. That's the one core that that's the one foundation you can never move. Right. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to man, like this whole idea of like commitment and monogamy, like I'm really starting to question it for myself, you know, as you should, as I should. Right, bro. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to get married. It's not that I don't want like a forever after. I just don't know if that's what I want. It's like this, it's this analogy. All right. And I'm actually getting kind of teary eyed right now because it's a big pill for me to swallow. Mm. Knowing like I love, love, I want nothing but like, the most successful love life for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. But it goes against everything that I thought I ever wanted. Like this, everything we're talking about right now 
puts a hole in everything that I thought I was going to have. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's kind of a vulnerable position for me to be in because I'm like, wait, I'm realizing this right now as I'm talking to you, as we all know, all these podcasts are fully improvised and I'm just going down this very important portal where I'm like realizing, man, I don't even know that this is what I want. This thing called one way monogamy commitment for the rest of my life. I just don't know if it's something that I can live up to, you know, or I can give someone else. And love is essentially is what you mentioned, right? Mm. Thinking for the other partner, conforming for, I mean, you know, being able to consider the other person's feelings and values, right? Oh no, that's marriage. Right, right. Marriage, right. Love mm-hmm. is a love is completely different in my opinion. Okay, go go deep. Yeah. So it's like, look, the truth is not everybody is meant for marriage. Like mm-hmm. what? This this the whole shit institution of marriage, like where did it start from? When did it start from? You know? Right. But it's like, dude, like this is like we're what? Are we still in the 21st century or 20 I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. we're in the mm-hmm. fucking year 2000 and fucking 21 you know what i mean and it's like there's so much openness there's so much variety nowadays that it's like it's it's really amazing you know and it's like i think the most powerful thing for you and for anyone is to really know who the fuck you are right and what you really want for yourself like you gotta love yourself first because there are so many motherfucking stories of married people who are just not happy. Right. They don't even like, what, they're just staying in it for the sake of marriage? That's it? Right, you know? right. Like, that's bullshit. Might as well get a fucking divorce and like fucking be single at that point. So true. But for you, I'm glad you're shooting holes in this this expectation that you had or this idea that you had of like what love or marriage was going to be for yeah. you. Because... Honestly, what if that shit was planted in you too from mom and dad or what you right, saw? Right, know? right. But the truth is you have to know who you are and what you really desire and what you really want and what makes you the happiest. Right. You know? And I think from there, Jenny, it's easier for you to really kind of like be with someone who actually accepts you wholeheartedly and evolves with you and just like allows to like transform with you instead right. of like control you right which a lot of men in the past did right oh yeah absolutely they try to control you because hey maybe they're insecure they don't want to change or they don't want to lose you you know yeah exactly <laughs> god damn man like and can i just tell you like and and I, I i don't tell this story lightly but like my last relationship i really sat here last night and i thought about this and i was like my last relationship was perfect on paper, right? Mm. Like every woman in the world would have dreamed to be in the relationship that I was in, you know? Yeah. And I was so grateful and I was so engulfed in the beauty of what it was, right? Yeah. I'll never forget though, around like six to eight months in, I remember feeling a sense, like kind of like a panic attack. Yeah. Like I started freaking out because I was like, ah, this isn't me. Mm. Like, I can't just, I don't want to just turn off my, my work at 5 p.m. and watch movies till like 9, 30, 8, 8 o'clock and, you know, make 
dinner the same way every night and go to sleep at the same time with my husband. It's like, or, you know, with my ex, like it started to like freak me out. And it wasn't about the commitment. I think it was more so about the system. Like I didn't feel free, you know, Mm. I didn't feel free to change. I didn't feel free to evolve. I didn't feel free. And I remember I would like wake up in the middle of the night and start working and he'd be like, what are you doing? Like come back to bed. Like, you know, and for me, like I don't operate that way, Mm. you know? And I just did, I just really, I'm sitting here really kind of going down this rabbit hole and I appreciate you holding me up because like my friends, like more recently, they'll get on the phone with me and we talk about love and they're like, yeah, Jen, we're 31 already. We don't even have a prospect. And I can feel the urgency in their voice, but to be frank, I don't give a fuck. Mm. I don't care. No. I don't even give a, I, yo, I'll be fucking like 43 for my first kid if I want. Like, I don't care. Like I sit there and I'm like, yeah, I am 31 and I'm single, but I don't feel that like pain that everyone else is like feeling, you know? Yeah. And it just makes me think like, fuck man, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm ruling out commitment, but I just don't know if this whole like marriage I do, you know, fucking till death do us part, like is for me. Cause I'm, and if it is, you gotta fucking, you gotta, you gotta move with, with, in my, in my accord. Like, unfortunately for my future husband to be like, or future man to be at all, like, it's never going to be just on his terms. Like, I don't know. I can't, I can't beat to other people's accord. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's kind of introducing me right now to a very new version that I can envision myself to have an experience in my love life, which is less expectation on this traditional path and more of this idea that like, bitch, I'm fucking happy. Like mm. I'm happy. Like I, I'm happy going through different series of chapters in love, mm. you know, because every new version of my, myself wants something different. You know, every new version of myself wants something new. Like when I tell you that my ex would have been on paper again, like everyone's dream man, right? Literally. He, he, he deserves that. He's a good man. The, The thing is I'm so different than who I was a year ago that there's not a single thread in me that would want to reignite that connection. Like if I were to see him in a very successful relationship right now, I'd be so happy for him Mm. because I'm not the same person that loved him now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just not the same person. And that's fine. But that happens all too often, bro. It happens all too often. Like all the men in my past, like I look at them and I'm like, yo, like I could never. And it's not because they hurt me. It's because I outgrew them by a distance, you know? So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, man, it's so interesting, but this whole idea of monogamy, this whole idea of just modern day love, modern connections, right? 
we got to find the paradigm shift. All of us, every single person listening to this episode, including you and I, like we need to find whether that be in love, whether that be in career, whether that be in the field of spirituality, right? Belief, whether that be in, you know, any passion that we all serve or exude or create, like we got to allow ourselves to transform and see what the new version of ourselves wants to welcome, wants to connect with, you know? No, it's just interesting because your life is totally not what other people would even think about doing because it's Mm. scary for them. You feel me? Like to not commit to someone that's, it feels safe. It feels secure. Right. Mm. But, for you, it's not about safety or security. It's more of like just being free, right? Yeah. Like you want to oh keep, you want to keep soaring. You know, you're not the type to just settle with one person and feel safe with one person. It's the only one person that you probably feel the most free and safe with is probably yourself, right? Like, but Damn. then the more someone tries to like control you and take you away from yourself then you want to break free because you know yourself, you know? Right. Right. You know yourself and you don't want to conform to somebody else. And you've done that, but it doesn't work out. You know, Mm -mm. it doesn't work out. And I know when you're not like being yourself, you know? Right. It's like, cause I know you when you're not with someone and I see you and I observe when you are with someone, you know, Mm. but that's why it's interesting. Cause like, Yeah. Uh, you can mold, but at the same time, it's like at the end of the day, you got to have yourself first. Right. You know, right. Like that's the most important for you, in my opinion. And I think it's cool that you live your life your way. Fuck the expectations. Fuck culture. Fuck like the, you know, past. Like, right. Hey, just keep moving forward. Cause, you know, that's life, isn't it? That's fucking life. Like, don't you want to experience so much in life before you die? Like, of course. I'm cool. With my wife, that's my, I'm perfectly fucking happy. I experience life like other shit in other ways. Right. But that's just me. So like, I got my shit down, you know, but for you, it's like, yeah, dude, like you don't need to conform to this shit. Right. If this is for you, fuck that shit. You know, like if you're a star, quit trying to like peg yourself into a circle or a square. Right. Yo, like that kid game. You know what I mean? Like, don't, it doesn't have to be so hard. Yeah. You just to fit into the right shape that's it you know god damn you know what bro you Uh. fucking had me at freedom Mm. and i don't know if you remember the the second episode uh i remember the second or third episode we talked about love and the the journey that i had with finding three elements to a perfect partnership and it was friendship respect and freedom right Mm. But what's crazy is I sat here and believed for, I allowed myself to self-inflict, self-believe, right? Mm. That I needed security in someone. Mm. But when I got security in somebody, it held me down. It like anchored me. It made me Mm. feel like I was just a boat, like in the middle of the ocean, just anchored in the same spot. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, I see that. And the thing is, like, that's what's fucking insane is it's not security that I need. I can give myself that security. Mm -hmm. 
because for one, I'm, I'm feel secure in who the fuck I am every goddamn day. Like I'm in conviction of my energy. I'm in conviction with who I am, what I do, what I'm meant to do in this life. But I'm also in conviction that I would never give myself to someone that made me feel anything less than secure, mm. you know? So mm. I don't think it's security that I want to prioritize. I think it's freedom. Mm-hmm. And that call it the Sagittarius moon in me, but like, I feel that that's what it is. Like, I just can't, I don't, I can't be tamed. I can't be conformed. You can't conform me. And the thing, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe that was what I needed to wake up to was not so much like, you know, cause every time I sat here, bro, verbatim, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this idea of commitment, it makes me, it puts me in a position of lack mm. because I'm like, I don't have that. Mm. When I sit here and I'm like, I don't have commitment. I'm not in a traditional connection. I, the longest relationship that I've ever been in is two and a half years, which is not a lot on my love re- resume. All of these things put me in the state of lack. But when I paradigm shift to my reality and I sit Mm. here and I go, wait, but I have freedom, Mm. you know? Yeah. And being in all these other connections that have all helped me become a new version of myself only gave me freedom, like only gave me a way in and a way out to Mm. continue to grow. And to, mm-hmm. to continue to teach the world, to continue to volumize my voice to the world and share my experiences and, you know, whatnot. But like, that's what I think I need is freedom, not security. Mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to give me stability. I could give that to myself. Mm-hmm. But can you be someone that requires nothing more, nothing less other than to be an equal supporter an equal give and take you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with no expectations and only giving each other the art of freedom to be able to grow evolve change commit choose each other mm. not because we have to but because we absolutely want to mm-hmm. you know yeah that's what i'm taking from this that's my new way of that's my new value in love well, that's my new attraction in love. That's what I want to, that's my new narrative. That's my new compass. My new mm-hmm. compass when I'm looking for this thing called love is not to find someone to give me security. Mm. It's, it's someone to give me freedom. Oh yeah. And I think everybody needs to reevaluate what that compass is for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you had so much freedom and maybe stability and security is that new way forward that maybe that is your new compass Mm. but effective right now from this episode i'll tell you right now that the north is looking straight at freedom for me and that is my new standard it's nothing less Mm. does that make sense bro of course it makes sense and it's like Realize that you didn't say, oh, I need someone who has the making six figures or whatever. It's like, no, oh, you, hell can no. Do that. you can do that shit yourself. Mm, you know what I mean? mm. But speaking of Beyonce and Jay-Z, I feel like even for Jay-Z, I think like as much as she Beyonce is like out there and does all that glamorous and everything, he truly, fully accepts her and lets her. 
be her. You know what I mean? True, true. Like the freedom, the freedom to be Beyonce, you know? Right. It's like for you too. It's like, yo. And honestly, like Jay-Z been looking, you know, not his like most cleaned up (laughs) self, you know? But at the same time. Let's be honest. He doesn't look good at all. He's he's a little. Yeah. (laughs) But then like, that's the thing, you know, like Beyonce is like, holy crap. Right. And like, yo, in comparison, that is you. Right. But then your partner, if it was to be a Jay-Z, like just based on look. Dad, I just see Jason's face and it's cracking me up, man. Oh my god, he's like hella rich and shit, but I don't give a fuck. Anyways, he's still him. You know what I mean? Right. Like <laughs> and Beyonce <laughs> accepts it for him too. You know, true. And that's, that's freaking beautiful. You know, and it's like she didn't say, "Hey, man, you need to go do some plastic surgery with that money." True. He's like, yo, he he went even uglier. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yo, that's fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, yo. he's still a boss, you know? Right. But imagine it's like you, like feeling your most freest self, no restrictions, no chains, no, this even word of commitment, you know? It's like, dude, to be free, to be yourself, and to be accepted by this person in your life, no right. matter what stage you're in, no matter what evolved stage you want to be in like he's there with you he's there right. to support you not like hey you should not do that and more like hey you know what let's fucking do it you know right. like, let's fucking do it you know dude that just makes my fucking soul right now feel so like excited yeah like enthusiastic it just makes me like go like oh i'm ready like if if that's what it if that's what m- love looks like for me then i want it mm. but when that's i start your version that's my version of it but when i start thinking about love in this in this in this way of commitment in this way of security in this way of like needing someone to grow and just like have this routine with and whatnot it makes me it just kind of makes me feel like hmm. you know yeah just like stagnant. It just makes me feel really like average. And remember what you told me over the weekend. You're like, yo, like, you know, you're starting to know what you don't want. In order right? for me to know what I want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like, this is exactly what you don't want. And that's right. fucking, that's fucking perfect. That's, you should know what you don't want, you know? Yeah. Like, most people don't even know what they want. Don't even know what they don't want. Just go into it because it's so conditioned. True. Like get a get a job. Get married and blah blah blah. Have kids, you know. Right. But it's like for you, it's like no, dude. You're like you're waking up from that shit, and you're like you're choosing your own path, like you've always done. Now it's the version of love, though. You know, mm. you're not working for somebody else in your field. Like you are your own boss. Right. You know? You are your own person. And so what? it's the same thing in love. Like, mm-hmm. you know what you don't want. And that's getting a job. Like, yeah. Oh, job. You no, know it's I mean? suicide. Like, yeah. Fuck that shit. Like, yo, be yourself in love. And you'll have that same person for you. Like, yeah. and even if you don't, like you said, you fucking win regardless. Regardless. You know? Of course. Just a bonus, you know? No, I love it, bro. Yeah. Bro, this is, this has been like the most awaken like it really and, and i'm not gonna lie there's something that's you know expanding within me to realize this 
is it for everybody? No, but the moral and the, the core, the master denominator of this entire episode comes down to readjusting, getting really aligned with where that compass points to now, you know, no matter what we all went through, whatever events have held us back in the past, whatever events have happened recently or years ago, we got to get clear with where our compass is pointing us in the direction of today. And once we're able to recognize where that leads to, we just need to follow that path in this new way forward with this new version of self, with this new paradigm shift that allows us to not find what works for everybody else, but what finds it working for you. What's up, JC gang? Thank you for listening to another episode of the Jenny Ching Experience. If you're enjoying our channel, this is your sign to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our newsletter by visiting JennyChang.com. And so it is. 